Welcome to the second edition of the Nole Family Podcast, dedicated to tennis star Novak Djokovic, philanthropist, tennis star, all together great humanitarian, and we certainly come to you on a historic day, uh, Monday after the Sunday win in Cincinnati, the Western and Southern Open, in which Novak was able to complete his sweep of all of the Masters, all nine Masters, the first tennis player ever to accomplish that feat, and uh, certainly he has... He's accomplished not only the all Masters, uh, nine Masters championships, but he also has held all four Grand Slams at once. And if you look at the numbers, uh, certainly Novak is only one French Open and one more Cincinnati went away from having all of those tournaments twice. So having completed all nine Masters uh, multiple times and all Grand Slams multiple times as well, he would just need one more French and one more Cincinnati to accomplish that amazing feat. Uh, this podcast, of course, is always so dedicated to the Nole family, all the great fans out there who follow Novak and, and love him and keep us all informed of everything that's happening at these tournaments. And I want to give a shout out to some of you folks, uh, Nole family forever, um, no, Novak India fans, Elena, uh, always proud of Novak, uh, Natasha and Novak Djokovic fan club, just some of the Twitter folks who are out there keeping us informed and showing the love for Novak Djokovic. I thought I would just start off today's podcast by giving you what I thought were really four key uh, key aspects of the tour- of the match on Sunday against Roger, four of the keys to the victory that Novak was able to achieve against Roger in such an impressive fashion. Let's start with number one, um, the velocity of Novak's second serve. Very impressive. Uh, it typically, in the, especially in the first set in this match against Roger, he was able to hit second serve velocities well in uh, excess of 100 miles per hour, especially in the first set. Now, if you look at some of the earlier matches in this tournament, Novak was more along the lines of 70, 80 miles per hour, sometimes even below 70 on his second serves. Of course, he knew he had to step it up against Roger Federer, a play at a whole another higher level, but it was certainly impressive, and that led to 78% win percentage on Novak's second serves. Now, the contrast, in, in 2018, Novak has only been averaging 54% win percentage on his second serve, which is closer to his, his career average. But again, he was 24 percentage points higher on his second serve win percentage against Federer Sunday than he was the rest of 2018. Incidentally, just to note also, Federer was 15 points lower than his season average. So uh, Federer was at 47%, 62% for the year, but 47% in this tournament against Novak. Certainly no surprise that his his second serve win percentage would be lower against Novak than other players in his season average, but 15 points lower, so very, very impressive. But again, the velocity of the first serve, of the second serve, excuse me, for Novak, very impressive and one of the keys to victory. Uh, key to victory number two, the depth of Novak's ground strokes. I think, you know, when you look at when Novak was really at the top of his game in 2015 and 2016, he was really consistently hitting great depth on his on his ground strokes, moving guys corner to corner and pinning them to the baseline where they, they couldn't really make effective moves to the net and wearing them down over the, the, the course of these long rallies. Um, consistently in this match against Roger, he was able to do that. Hit, look at the number of times he hit baselines or hit corners with his ground strokes. You know, if you look at some of the struggles that Novak had over the last couple of years, you could really see, see the difference there. Uh, during some of those matches where, when he was struggling, he just wasn't getting that consistent depth. He wasn't hitting the baselines. He was missing those baseline shots long, or he was playing it a little bit safer and hitting the ball, you know, more in the middle of the court. But again, the, the depth and the consistency of depth in those ground strokes, one of the keys, that's key number two to the victory over Roger Federer. 
Uh, key, key number three, if you look at it, this tournament, certainly uh, Novak had, had some slow starts in, in, in the different matches that he played in this tournament. And I think he certainly understood he would have to get off to a faster start against Roger. Uh, you know, some of those things that you can get over against other lesser opponents, you really can't get get by with against Roger. So uh, having understood that, uh, Novak really got out there and, and had a longer than usual practice session. And again, I want to give some shout outs to some of the Novak Djokovic fans who were in attendance in Cincinnati to, for bringing that to our attention. But Novak had a pretty extended uh, practice session prior to the final match. And that allowed him to, to get into the flow of the match much quicker this time. And again, he didn't fall behind. He didn't lose the first set. If you look at the, the other matches that he played in this tournament, he played four three-set matches against Manorino, Dimitrov, Ronich, and Chilich. And uh, so he, a lot of extended matches. Again, he wanted to make it a point to get off to a quicker start. You know, he lost opening sets against Manorino and Dimitrov and was able to come back and win those. But you don't want to get a set down to, to Roger Federer, of course. And even against Ronich, even though he didn't lose the first set, he was down a break in that first set, 3-5, uh, and came back with four consecutive games to win that 7-5 in the first set. So a struggle all the way through. So a lot more competitive in those matches than really it was against Roger on Sunday. But again, part of that, that third key was really that quick start that Novak got off to, again, getting an early break in the first set and really getting him going. And number four, I want to point to, you know, there were a lot of unforced errors by Roger. The, the difference in unforced errors were 39 to 16. And certainly that was one of the keys to victory. Roger perhaps wasn't as sharp as he, as he has been in the past, particularly on the, the second serve returns. He, he, he netted a lot of those balls and made some unforced errors there. But, you know, it's, a, it's interesting how when you have a, a tennis player as great as Novak Djokovic, how he, he can make an opponent look bad. Um, you know, tip, Roger Federer had a lot of great tennis leading up to this match against a lot of other opponents. But when you're playing against a great player, they put pro, so much pressure on your game. They consistently give you short, small windows to hit the ball. And it makes it very difficult to consistently, you know, you, you know that the margin of error is so great. So you're trying so hard to make great shots so often. So again, the one another key, the unforced errors, but really forced by the fact that he's playing a much higher level of opponent. And uh, Novak Djokovic certainly was in the form that we're used to seeing him in in years past, back to his prime. And uh, so we're certainly with wins at Wimbledon and here in Cincinnati, certainly looking very good to come up with, uh, at, compete at a very high level and hopefully get a win in, in the U.S. Open in New York. Uh, that, of course, will start off next week, a week from today, Monday next week. Uh, also, the U.S. Open, the draw will be announced on Thursday, so it'll be interesting to take a look and see how things shape up for Novak in terms of the potential um, the potential uh, opponents down the road as this match, this match progresses once we see the draw. It's certainly, you know, with Novak playing at a high level, he's certainly very much a, a favorite to win here at the U.S. Open in New York. But there, it's kind of a wide-open tournament. There's a lot of guys that you can make a case for winning this tournament or at least competing for the for the championship. Uh, certainly, Rafael Nadal playing at a high level, played very well against Novak at Wimbledon. Uh, Roger, certainly you expect him to come back and be strong again. Uh, Kevin Anderson was in the finals here last year and is playing at a very high level. You know, he's played in two of the last four uh, Grand Slam championships, Wimbledon and the U.S. Open last year. So Kevin Anderson, you figure, will make a push here. Uh, Myron Cilic played pretty well against uh, against Rafael Nadal back in uh, in Toronto. He also played very well against 
uh, Novak here. So certainly that match could have gone either way. So you can assume that Chilich could be a contender as well. Uh, there are a number of other folks. So this it should be a very competitive and very compelling match. But certainly we hope the, that Novak can finish off the hard court season with that last Grand Slam win and certainly end the, end the year on a great note and certainly moving into next year, next season. So with that, uh, kudos to, again to all the Novak Djokovic family, the, the Nole family out there, for keeping us informed as this, as this tournament progressed and giving us all updates and showing the love to Novak and his other fans. We'll see you soon in New York at the U.S. Open.